That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson, and this, my newly engaged co-host, Jason. Hello! So, congratulations, man. Oh, thank you. We, uh, we, we mentioned it, or you mentioned it in uh, an earlier podcast, but you did. You got engaged over the mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask you, did you propose with the Green Lantern ring? I did not. I did uh, not. That's probably a, smart. Um, now, I have other friends uh, that aren't like us who saved me from that fate. <laughs> um, I had a girlfriend once, and I was just, I wasn't talking about her or anything. I was just saying, you know, I was really excited because this was, God, years ago, 2005 maybe, 2004. And I'd seen that like they were actually selling like real, really nicely done Green Lantern rings from like Diamond Direct or something. I don't remember what it was. Um, I was like, dude, that would be awesome to to propose to someone with a Green Lantern ring. And she just flipped out on me. And she's like, I would never accept a Green Lantern engagement ring. And I just kind of jumped back a little bit. Like, t- I was taken aback. And I was like, I, I don't remember asking you to. <laughs> Things did not go well from there. Wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be such a personal remark when I started. I, right. All I can say is I'm glad that that commercial didn't air in these days and times because I would be both short <laughs> a fiancé and a roommate. <laughs> right. And whatever amount of money that green costs. <laughs> Which I suppose then I'd have to go resize so I could wear it since I guess no one else yeah. is going to. I mean, hey, man, they were nice green lantern rings. They were, there were multiple ones. Like some of them, they were based on different ones that different lanterns had worn. I mean, they had the Hal Jordan. They had like like deep track, you know, lantern core rings, and they nice. were like two hundred dollars, two three hundred dollars, something like. That. They were pretty nice. Yeah, hell, I'd have bought that for myself. Right. Um, so anyway, lots of news to get to. Man, they they aired a Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice trailer during Gotham tonight. Right, and we actually held off on the news so we could talk about this on the on the episode. Right. What did you think, man? There wasn't a whole lot. There's not. Uh, it's not like it's a lot of screen time. We're talking. What do you feel like? Twenty seconds. It had to have been like yeah, twenty I, I seconds, twenty five seconds, 30, maybe. Uh, yeah. Of and it's not completely even new footage. It's uh, parts that you've Mm-mm. seen before, but it puts them now in context. I mean, you've got uh, Batman in his kind of um, I don't know desert Batman suit. Yeah. Um, the one that you see in the in the first trailer, it's the one where he's wrestling guys and, and they're kind of taking him down. Well, apparently, whatever's mm-hmm. going to happen, whenever, those guys do actually restrain him, manage to hook him up mm-hmm. to some chains, and the shot you see of um, Superman popping into that sewer, well, this is where it is. Now, he apparently, whatever, you know, all the speculation aside, he is it, like a sewer, kind of underground bunker, whatever that is. You know what I was thinking, and this is pure speculation on my part, I don't really know. But you know they had those world engines in Man of Steel, right? What if what if those soldiers are like like robots, like Superman's like guard robots or whatever, and that's the Fortress of Solitude, and like those world engines screwed up the atmosphere on Earth so much that that is like where the Fortress of Solitude <laughs> is. Like it's no longer like cold. There are no it's, ice like, caps anymore. Shit. 
Right. What if that's like, what if he's at the Fortress of Freaking Solitude, man? It's possible, but then like the entire, if they I do that, it. It, that's a big deal. Like that would be a huge deal for that to happen to the Earth. The entire Justice League movies right. would be like the Justice League versus climate change. Right. Well, that's why Aquaman's so pissed. I, I don't know. I just... He's always got a good reason to be pissed. Yeah, how much pe- shit does. people throw in the ocean? He's always mad. Yeah, yeah. I doubt that's what it is, but yeah, it's basically like Superman. I mean, sorry, Batman trust up and um, the uh, sol- super soldiers, whatever they are, like kneeling and Superman walking up to him and ripping off his mask. And he looks pissed. He looks pissed. Like Superman looks pissed, and Bruce looks pissed. And you know, it it changes. Like it, it I'm really, I'm, I'm already so on board with Affleck, but. He he looks pissed yeah. initially, and then like as Superman gets closer to him, even he looks a little scared. I see. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's like in his mind palace or something, just trying to figure out a way to get out until Probably. Superman shows up. <laughs> Probably, but I, I I really I'd have to go back and look at it and maybe see where the scene takes me. But uh, just just watching it that first time, it, he actually looked a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, seemed like it. Mm-hmm. Which isn't. You know, come on. Uh, you know, you know how much we we love Bat being like just unflappable. But a little moment yeah. like that never killed anything. It's not like he's gonna hang out in a mansion for eight years. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm good. I'm, so I'm far. really hoping we don't have to eat that because we were we're so excited about this movie coming up. I, mean, I know, almost I know. because we have to. But we've done so much bitching about how like our Ben our Batman wouldn't take eight years off, and I'm worried that we're gonna come back and learn that he took like, twenty years off for some absolutely inexcusable reason. Mm-hmm. There's a real chance we end up eating that. I mean, there I, is a real chance we end up eating that. But I would, I would, if he took any time off at all, I think it was more feasible that he would take time off for a Robin's death. Yeah, we, than it would be for some random girl. We've we've laid out a couple of scenarios in which we I might know. be able to accept that. And yeah, Robin is is on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not some girl he once showed an arrowhead head to. Well, the, you know, the the difference being, not that she's even a random girl, this is a girl that she he grew up with, but the, the difference being, like, this is a girl who said that she didn't want to be with him unless Batman was no longer needed, and he didn't need to do that anymore, and so he's just constantly trying to find a way out of being Batman, versus, like, a kid who trusted him and who got into this life because of him, yeah. who he got See, killed. That's yeah. that's the difference. Um, Maybe, you know, then we can create some space for ourselves. I... I Again, our I, our I'm ideal hoping, Batman is a double down guy. I, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, right. I'm hoping there there's maybe that they explain it well enough that we don't have to. I don't want to be sitting here in you know March having to come up with a bunch of headcanon to explain why why no we still like him anyway. I don't know. And right. I, there's so yeah. I mean, in my in my perfect Batman universe, Jason Todd dies and Batman goes. So you're telling me I should Batman harder? <laughs> If I had been Batmaning harder before this, it never would have happened. <laughs> I told him to Robin harder, and that's why he got killed. Right. I can't have any more Robins. I'll have to Batman enough for both of us. Hi, my name's Tim. Hello. Would you like to be Robin? <laughs> How would you like to Robin it up? <laughs> so. I swear I'll never make that mistake again. Oh, look, a child. <laughs> he's just, at this point, he's just okay, trading... Bye. He's just trading child corpses at the five and dime, right? <laughs> just coming in. <laughs> we've had a, we've had a lot of late night talks about like what would they think of Bruce at the at really what would they think of Bruce Wayne at the adoption agency? Like the 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 woman at the front counter sees him walking up the street. Oh God, here he comes again, the angel of death. Coming. You know, 
what what they should do in a Batman comic, and I swear to God, if DC starts doing this, I'm going to sue because I'm talking about it right here. <laughs> this this is right here, buddy. Bruce should like for affidavits from everyone involved. Bruce should start his own adoption agency and just build soldiers. Oh, that'd like, be fun. Just all all of the children who go there, like they're doing that, like we are Robin storyline, right? Like over in the in the books right mm-hmm. now, where like all these different kids are Robin. That shouldn't last, but it should totally be like inspiration to Bruce, and like Bruce just starts like a an orphanage of his own, and just like like his own like uh, you know Xavier's Institute for Gifted Youngsters or whatever. Right. Where he's like, he starts his own like League of Assassins, but actually like more like the League of Shadows, I guess. But in this iteration, where he's just got his own little band of warriors. That would be phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I could dig that. Anyway. So we're going to move on. <laughs> we have to. You know, that's, I mean, that's, I, that's how it is, though. It's 30 whole seconds of footage, and it's just, it's not even that we can talk about the 30 seconds for that long. It's just a reminder mm-hmm. of how much we want to talk about the whole thing. It is, it is. But speaking of, like, I didn't actually get a confirmation on whether or not you wanted to talk about this, mm-hmm. but I kind of feel like it's inevitable. You know, I don't like talking about spoilers that are coming up in the movie, but we already mentioned this one, and now it's, it's confirmed via a toy line. Hmm. What do you want? Did you jump over that, or just go ahead and talk about that? Um, Actually, give me two seconds. Okay. Okay, sorry. Uh, Christopher White just sent in something I wanted to mention. Uh, you care if I pop out? I can mention something from Christopher White real quick? Sure. For the, the BBS trailer? Okay. Uh, my bad on the pause there, man. Um, but yeah, it, Christopher White wrote in uh, very quickly, too. Like, God, I mean, we were all watching this thing together, apparently. Um, yeah. Like, while Superman looked pissed, not sure why he needed to unmask him with the X-ray vision and all. Fair point, Chris. Fair point. <laughs> I, think it um, was, I think it was more of a power move than anything else, but... Well, there there seems to be an idea in in terms of that. And I don't want to get too spoilery, but I've seen bits. Of, there seems to be an idea that um, actually even in the official synopsis. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not really spoilery that Lex is going to be pitting them against each other to some degree. So I'm guessing that Batman is going to be getting information from Lex in some in some way or another. So I'm guessing he already uh, made his mask lead lined. Probably. Probably because if, that would work. Yeah, if if Lex has, it looks like Lex has Zod's body. So I'm gonna and go ahead and guess he's that he, probably got he's an, got kryptonite. At least enough of an idea, maybe, of how that works, how he works to to be able to right. give somebody a heads up about a couple things. We know he has kryptonite, and I'm assuming we he knows that if he puts lead around the kryptonite, that Superman isn't affected. Yeah, doesn't take that much it, to kind of. It might be easier know. to suss out than it seems. Now, um, Chris went, goes on to mention a couple other points, um, but we've already covered so much. We'll have to we'll have to hit him back personally. Uh, but he yeah. does end his message by being my spirit animal. Uh, I don't know. Dot dot dot. March get here. Damn it. <laughs> well put. It. Well put, sir. Right. Right. Can I also just mention that even if Bruce doesn't have a lead line cowl, it might just be a thing that Superman's doing to humiliate him. Yeah, I, th- I was thinking power move when I first saw it. I hadn't thought about yeah the. The whole thing—it just looked like a nice thing to do to somebody, and then look at tiny man with his cowl mm-hmm. trying to stop mm-hmm. me. Right. Um, so yeah, did you did you want to talk about what what was released or accidentally released or whatever? Because we have uh, disca- we have said it was going to happen. I kind of like. I, is it is it fair that I kind of don't want to? Um, That's fair. In the sense that I, I don't even want to like. I'm I'm almost happy you've mentioned it just because I can go avoid that news mm-hmm. thoroughly. 
I mean, I got spoiled on it without meaning to, and it was just a picture of it right there. And they're like, well, we know this now. And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. And is I really. Would it be like leaving a brother behind if I tell you, like, can we just let you be ruined and, and let me be saved? That's fine. I mean, you know, it's news, but. I mean. <laughs> We could. I've always thought about doing this. We could do a portion of the show where I'm going to time it and be like, "All right, I'm going to put my, I'm going to turn off my my speakers for like 15 seconds." Can you cover something? All right. All you right. Want, you want to do, do that? It? You want to do it? How long do you? Yeah. Need? I like five seconds, maybe, maybe not even that, really. All right. Tell me now. I'm going to go away right. and put my earmuffs on. All right. All right. Now, are you done? Hey, you you back? This, this this was done poorly. I have no way of knowing if you're actually not listening. I it was a terrible method. <laughs> All right, but <Wait. laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go five four three two one and and you cover your ears. Well, I would just say tell me to cover my ears and I'm gonna cover my ears for ten seconds. Which is that what you need? No, not not just not even five like five seconds maybe. All right, well, tell me when. Now, Lex Luthor body armor, kryptonite armor. Yeah, you're gonna see that in, in toy shelf soon. Well, I won't be going to a you toy back? store then. Yeah, and um. You were kind of loud when you did that, so I still, like I had my uh, I had the all the appropriate gear down, and it was actually coming through, and I had to like muffle it in my hands for a couple seconds. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you hear anything? No, I no. I think I heard the word armor. I did hear the word armor. Did not. God, come on. Huh? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'll be right. No, you. No, you. You cut out. I didn't hear you. Oh, at I'm, all. I'm very sorry. No, I, I I thought I heard the word armor, but um. Oh no. If I already know there's armor in the film, so that's fine. Whatever. Okay, that's well, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that doubled <laughs> as as you know anyone else who didn't want to pop out, you know, and, and earmuff. Right, right. Um, so I guess if that's kind of funny that you said armor though, um, because variant like last week we were talking about how they did like the uh, Warner Brothers studio tour of all the Batmobiles. Mm-hmm. This week they did the uh, Warner Studio uh, tour of like up close and personal with all the different bat suits from all the different um, Batman productions, all the different movies, and it was really cool. The dude, you know, telling stories about all that and stuff. Why don't we live like a mile Uh, away from this building? I know. Where did our lives go? They'll have that until the end of the year. Um, If you can't make it to, you know, (laughs) if you can't make it uh, to L.A., I guess that's where it's. They there's an awesome video, so. I'll put a link to that. Um, they have released a new Wonder Woman logo. I saw. I saw. Yeah. I kind of dig yeah. it. I, yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about it because it looks like a Wonder Woman logo. Right. I, that's what it looks like to me. I, I don't know if, they're, if, if they could have shown me one and I was like, oh, no, that's bullshit. I don't know if that was happening, but I kind of dig All this right. one. So, cool, cool. Yeah, it looks fine. Um, they also, uh, set picks were released for Wonder Woman and there were like World War One set picks that they're confirming that part of it or a big chunk of it's going to happen in World War One. So, I mean, we kind of, we knew that. So, I mean, it's Wonder Woman. Right. <laughs> Even if we haven't seen it, we, we, and I have. Sadly. We can, we can assume. We know about Wonder Woman. <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and say that her visitation upon World War One era material will not be nearly as racist as it is in the comics most of the time oh oh well i'm crossing my fingers that it will be <laughs> um. it's kind of one of those where god i love uh, you know we, we we love this material we really do and then there are moments where you just kind of hang your head and go come on <laughs> come on <laughs> guys surely you knew that was a bad idea oh 
I just my hope for the the Wonder Woman movie. Oddly enough, now that you mentioned it, I didn't think this before. Uh-huh. But now that you mentioned it, I want everyone pissed off. I want everything from the Wonder Woman canon in this movie. I want the ridiculous World War Two, World War One racism, and I want the ridiculous misogyny and bondage. I want. <laughs> I want everybody angry. We're gonna, we're gonna hang every lantern you've got. <laughs> Cleaning out the Lantern Warehouse. <laughs> Going to Lantern Depot, slapping my credit card down. Right. I'm just kidding. I don't really want that. I really would love it if Wonder Woman was just like 300. Yeah. We're going to get Zack Snyder-esque stuff anyway. Let's just go ahead and do the complete Instagramming of that and just crazy blood and killing and weird hunchback guys running around with a Spartan helmet. I don't know. I... <laughs> My first thought is, eh, why not? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure there will be later better thoughts. But right, just a weird image of eh, okay. Frank Miller dressed in the spirit costume, jerking off in the corner. Right. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so speaking of behind-the-scenes videos, there is a video, and it's really pretty cool, um, of Vador Exotics. This is a guy, Matt uh, Mc. Intergard, I think his name is. I don't remember, but it's like a Fox 13, like local news affiliate reporting on this guy. But what this dude has done, like Joker's car in Suicide Squad, he's the one that designed it. He wanted a, he wanted like one of these supercars, but he couldn't afford it. So mm-hmm. he basically just started his own business and he designed his own custom fiberglass body and all the, you know, hardware and stuff. And he made it to fit an old Infinity G35. Now, is this for the real car? This is for the real car. The he actual made it car for they sold for Suicide Yeah, thing? yeah, yes. Everyone online was saying, oh, man, he's got a Lambo. That doesn't make sense. So he's just got a kit-modified G35. Yep. Oh, I've got a friend that's going to be so happy. He's got a, he's got a G35. It's his pride and joy. I'm going to be like, you've got the Joker's car now, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Buddy. Yeah. This dude, though, he just put, like, he... <laughs> He just fit all of these, like the fiberglass and everything, the fiberglass body and all the hardware and onto the chassis of an old Infinity G35. So he sells this for like $60,000. It's a put it together yourself kit. Wow. Yep. Wow. So there's a video out there. I'll post it on the page and it, and, uh, it basically tells you what, what, what the dude did and how you can get one. That's, oh man. In a world where I had enough money. Right? Yeah, I totally 60 would. 60 grand. I totally would. I, the problem is, though, there's no way I could get to, like, there's no way I could get the ha-ha-ha plate. <clears throat> Surely that's out there somewhere. It'll be all right. So, uh... I guess I'd put, like... Here's a rumor. Yeah, J-K-S-O-N-U <laughs> would probably be what I'd substitute. Sure. Because that's how you roll. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the first time you actually laughed all the way to the bank. I know. You would cry when she saw the uh, balance, but then... You have to be careful, though. You can't make it like J-O-K-S on you. That is... Jocks on you is an entirely different thing. It is. It is. And with that pink car, you don't want to... You don't want to miscommunicate. I, I, You know, just be clear about who I am is all. And uh, Sure. But, you know, there's going to sure. be like... The funny part is there's going to be like one budding illustrator out there that sees it and goes like, Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he does some great work, man. It's my favorite bat. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, there's a big rumor. There's, there are so many rumors this week. We're going there's to a TV rumor Black. No, not yet. Oh, not God. even yet. There's so many there's more a TV. Rumor, 
Yeah. Jesus. There's a rumor that Black Canary is being rumored to be a part of the Justice League, like the part one, and then that that will be spun off into a Birds of Prey film. Interesting. Like and and a few weeks ago we yay. were talking about how they were thinking about doing a Birds of Prey mm-hmm. and Teen Titans. There's also the an, another rumor claiming that they're not going to do the solo cyborg movie that they're just going to go straight into a Teen Titans film. <laughs> they're just going to combine cyborg and Teen Titans. That makes me very happy, though. I uh, yeah, don't be wrong. Totally I, I'm that. okay with a cyborg movie. Down. It just mm-hmm. now you're telling me I can have like three or four other people. Okay. And guess what else? There, the there's also a rumor that they're going to do a Green Lantern Corps movie, which we already know they're doing that. Uh huh. But that it's going to be Lethal Weapon in space. Riggs and Murtog or Murtog will be Hal Jordan, John Stewart. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That could so work. like I, I, you know, and that's I, a weird place to land. Like Green Lantern's the last thing on their docket right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean that's scheduled for a 2020 release. But what's exciting to me is that they really do seem to be like moving away from so they're like they are paving their own road from Marvel. They're doing just team movies, team movies, team movies. And if those are fruitful enough, I guess doing the solo movies, but that's pretty much the exact opposite of what Marvel's doing. Yeah, I mean and it's not original at all. Like you you have people spin off into their own movies. Mhm. But like the thing that was so uh, just fucking cool about the Avengers the first time it came together, and the reason we all just watched that thing 600 times was, mm-hmm. uh, weeding aside, it was a really cool format. You got mm-hmm. all of the solos. Everybody got their own uh, you know, millions of dollars worth of attention, mm-hmm. and then that all actually came together, and the reason, yeah, I mean, it worked because you had somebody like Whedon that's so good with an ensemble that he could actually pull all these people together. Um, right. And that was so key. God, if they had given it to somebody else, it just might not have worked, and we wouldn't be in a place where we are now. And yeah. you know, the sad part is we wouldn't be in the place we're in now because you wouldn't have right. all these, all the like. It it really did. It came about that way. If you're a Marvel hater, I'm very sorry, but it really did happen that way. They made a shit makes, ton of money, and DC went. Me too. <laughs> what makes me really happy about this though is like they were right. They like when they put out the Green Lantern movie, it was right to fail. Because no one knows who the hell Green Lantern is. <laughs> By the time Green... I mean, it was not the best movie. It was not unsalvageable, in my mind, but it was not the best movie. I really... I went back a, and watched it recently. There's like four or five things I would really... Ch- like four or five scenes I would have really scrapped and redone. But past... Yeah. It's kind of a fun movie, though, past, past yeah. that. And I will say this. Green Lantern, except for a few of the edits and stuff, and like a villain that we didn't really care too much about. He, hell, even that. Even that. Stacks up with Iron Man one. Like yeah, aside from the, the kind of shitty editing, I don't understand. And that's the that's the whole bit with DC. Aside from Superman and Batman, no one knows their characters. Right. Like that's fine. Everyone knows who they Thor all know. Is they're in, out in there. The Hulk. Like if I say the Flash, you you know what he does. You can't probably can't mm-hmm. name him. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. everyone involved in this conversation can, but that's because mm-hmm. we're better people. Ha ha. Uh, you can't really like go to the average person and say like, so who's John Jones? No, he's incredibly right. important to our little universe here, but he's not. Mm-hmm. But what's what's really fun about this is they're going to go ahead and do Justice League and have all of these characters. We're, we're like, look, here's Superman and Batman, and also a bunch of other characters. Right. And because that movie is going to make so much money that <laughs> well, DC will be fine for a long time. Right. Um, then they can just keep cranking out 
movies with the other characters and people are like, oh yeah, the, I remember that guy from blah, 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 from Justice League. Right. Or I remember that guy from Suicide Squad. Or, Which cool, will, I remember that, I'm sure, you know. conveniently be released on FX like the month before. That kind of stuff. Oh, sure, sure. You know, it, sure. You, the, they can coach you through it as a process. And it, it, fine, man. I don't care. Either one of these work. The important part, it, it's... I don't want to get onto DC for not being original here. I, on the one hand, like the Avengers approached it, uh, or Marvel approached it in an entirely new way, mm-hmm. where they they built the pillars and then actually built up to it, which was risky. Instead of doing the the traditional, here's our team and pull off, that's fine. But now, you know, I don't want to get onto DC for copying Marvel because that's what I would be doing if they had done exactly that. Uh, whereas, like, I don't want to get onto them again for not being original and coming up with their own clever way. It seems pretty. You do mm-hmm. it this way or that way. I, they're a third way, given like this is a dichotomous situation, so they're gonna do it. It's, it should be able to work. I mean, it really, for all rights and purposes, should absolutely work. And the important thing is, people realize that they can throw this many people at us, and we're not going to be oversaturated. We're still gonna eat mm. it up. I, fuck you, take my money. We won, I think, overall. Oh, we're yeah, we won. Especially when you consider this. This is gonna be a little bridge, and appropriately so, between the movie and the television news. Did you hear what Diane Nelson happened to say to Variety? No, no, not at all. Um, well, I'm gonna be even more <laughs> off than normal, more behind you than normal. Like I was in New Orleans all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, getting um, engaged and whatnot. I had I had stuff going on today. I'm sorry. Perfectly understandable. Perfectly understandable. But um, so they've decided to change the way they're handling the film and TV multiverse. They now have a policy in place where both the movies and the TV and TV could take whichever characters they want to develop. Here's what Diane said. If there are any issues or sensitivities, we hash hash it out in the room. It no longer feels like a hierarchical situation where film will trump television. Wow. I, I don't think that this is, is this the same person at all? A coincidence. Has she been replaced by another better person? Maybe she just, you know, maybe they all just realized that we were right and they were wrong. <laughs> In light of some of the stuff that's been happening, especially with Constantine, you got to wonder if they were looking at it going, yeah, we really could make money on both ends, guys. They could. And that's what they've come to realize, especially when you look at the Legends of Tomorrow trailer, which is what I'm getting to next. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck me, man. God. All right. So right out of the way, like relating to this, la- the last piece of news. I really might see Diane Flowers wherever she is. Right. I might find her we office hear and Rip, or something. We hear Rip Hunter say, "I've seen Men of Steel die and Dark Knights fall." Oh. This is in the Arrow Flash universe, people. This is something that we didn't think we were going to be able to see, aside from Even a Wayne Industries or a Wayne Tech, you know, logo somewhere. Like I. All right, like I've got a, I, I actually broke down the Legends of Tomorrow trailer. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there, like uh, Vandal Savage holding a staff. People on the internet are saying this could be Starman's cosmic staff, but Ooh. they're also saying it could be the staff of Ra, based on the Egyptian shit with Hawkman and Hawkgirl. I'm going to uh-huh. go ahead and say that. Yeah, I mean, we've already got um, a little bit of a tie-in to that that narrative. So, Occam, and we also Occam's see him. People. We also see Vandal moving shit around with magic, and there does appear to be a statue of Anubis. Um, which is again Egyptian, mm-hmm. as ties with Doctor Fate, Constantine, Hawk Girl, Hawk Man, and there is a rumor that Constantine is going to be coming in on season two of Legends of Tomorrow. Just saying, it is only a rumor. I know it is only a rumor, but it is only a rumor. Oh, God, it made me so happy to to look at it. Really, now, um, 
was funny is now that's Hunter's what season two even happens, by the way, because it, it it as the trailer yeah. if the trailer points out nothing else, it should point out that they've spent a lot of money for a CW show. There actually is a rumor as well that the the money that the show is so expensive they might not do season two. Yeah, so which I, you is know, just, I don't know, but it'll hurt. But the way again, like we, this is one of the reasons we were so excited about it was they were going to do this whole Legends of Tomorrow thing, mm-hmm. but they were going to make it this huge, absolutely, uh, it's it's. A serialized format, so, it happens by itself. You can't tuck it back in for the summer and pick it up again later. They're telling a story. Mm-hmm. They're telling it's one epic story. Standalone. Yeah. yeah. And um, that the consequence may be that it's easier to let it go. But yeah. I, as a piece of storytelling, I'll be so curious. I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. So in this show, Rip Hunter, his his whole story, like his his like origin point is like he's from a future where there's like a dictator and that's Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. So in this show, his origin story is very much like a character in the comics that was created for the Armageddon 2001 storyline back in the early nineties. Mm. Um, he, the character that his backstory emulates is a character named wave rider, which is the name of rips ship mm-hmm. in the legends of tomorrow. I just think that's funny, but the, <laughs> the, instead of Vandal Savage being the dictator in the future, <laughs> it was a guy named the monarch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, screw him, right? It'll be Vandal now. <laughs> it's his time. Um, of course, it was all his time, but it's his specific time. So there is a bit where we see um, Captain Cold looking at something that looks a lot like Kryptonite. It says Maximilian Emerald, but I still think it's Kryptonite. Mm. I still feel like they wanted us to know that, or at least feel like that was Kryptonite. Maybe not even that it was, but just like red herring the hell out of us. It could be a real cock tease with these guys. I'm still. Especially pissed about that you know, Jordan jacket. A few seconds ago, they're saying I've seen Men of Steel die in Dark Knight's right. Fall. You're going to show me a Maximilian Emerald that looks like Kryptonite, especially when the real Maximilian million Emerald is like in a little tiny ring. Almost mimics, screw you. It, it, it almost really mimics the like BVS trailers moment with the Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. It's hard not to remember it at least. And I come on though, when when you heard that, it was it was a sexual moment, wasn't it? Just. Hmm. All right. Well, I apologize on. for any TMI, but I will not be alone. I, I know that. <laughs> I know that I was not alone. You are in this conversation, sir. Um, maybe. No. 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 <laughs> I have faith. What did you think of new? What do you? <laughs> what did you think of the new Firestorm outfit, man? I I didn't get to focus on it too much. I, I didn't get. Oh to, like, man, it's it red down. and yellow. I mean, yeah, and I dug that part. I did. I really did dig that part, but I didn't get to. I didn't get to freeze frame that one. Yeah, I kind of. I really like did. The, I, I looked at. It, I was comics. like, cool. That looks. That looks a lot better, and then moved on to the other stuff. So we get lots of cool shots of like the hawks flying, Hawkman, Hawk Girl, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to St. Rock University in 1975. That's cool. Um, dude, I love this. It made me feel like Back to the Future, like Rip talking about them messing with time and Stein losing his wedding ring. That that was cool. <laughs> that, and we've also you know got uh, White Canary saying like, well, we can. We have the power to change the world. Don't you think we have the power to change our own fate? We see like Captain Cold talking to his what I imagine is his younger self. Man, right? This is going to be a good friggin' show. It is. <laughs> Even uh, and it brought me a little bit of context about what how I think they're going to get to the White Canary thing because the Laurel gives her this nice little speech about you've been fighting in the dark for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's time to fight in the light. I, I thought, okay, well, no, good line. Let's, yeah, all right, let's let's try that. But I think it really end up it may end up just being that simple that she's going to go from black canary to white canary just because it's 
black and white difference. I, I think it the yeah. costume change is just going to be that straightforward a metaphor. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's a scene where it looks like... It doesn't anything that's actually in the books. There's very little, and it doesn't make any sense with the shows that are happening now, yeah. so... So, there appears to be a shot of them burying two people. Like, there's... It looks like two people on the team get, get well, as Alfred might put it, disappeared. Right. Um, and it looks like it, based on who's standing around, it looks like it could either be Hawkman, Captain Cold, or Heatwave. You gotta guess Heatwave. Uh, you got to hope Heatwave. He's one of the most over-the-top annoying characters that's on the Flash. Yeah, that's true. Um, Although I liked his bit I at the end of this. I love this bar. You know, okay, cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. That was good, too. I like having just a, you know, rogue asshole around sometimes. It's good for comedy. Spe- it's good for speaking fight Speaking of a rogue asshole, we go. there's a guy in all black running after them. Yeah. With a gun. I think it's Black Beetle. Huh. It looks like Black Beetle. And he's a Time Master's bad guy. He's like a booster gold bad guy. <laughs> you know, he's Huh. I can dig that. Right? Yeah, I can dig that. He looks a little like Black Beetle. Oh, yeah. that'd be a nice way to like introduce the fact that there are beetles and then pop back and Oh yeah, yeah. And if you know what Diane is saying is true, we could have Ted Cord. Now I hadn't thought about this, but how much would you hate it or like it if we get around to season like uh, uh, the back half of these seasons and Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. which by the way will start airing January 21st, that was confirmed too. Um, Ooh, yeah, they they put out an official release date, I believe, January 21st. <laughs> um, that had been the speculation. I was so excited, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it. I forget when that dropped. But anyway, it. So say that's airing though at the same time Flash and Arrow are doing stuff. Uh huh. Are you gonna like it or hate it if? Say they do introduce a, a world where, like, they've found a, a a black beetle that was a time lord. They go back, they stop him by actually moving time around, and they end up changing his destiny. And then we come back to Arrow the next week, and Cord Industries is actually run by Ted Cord. He's on the show. They all act like he's been there the entire time. And yeah, he's Blue Beetle. Like, go, that will annoy me. Going back to Arrow and Flash with, and it's entirely plausible that it could operate that way. That changes happen, um, and they change. The change happens in real time with the airing of the other show. I I don't I don't know. It just depends on the on on how what they change and how they change it. I think like I don't want like a fringe season four situation. No where one wants everything that. is completely different. No one wants that. But no, no one should want that. I'm sure there are some weird sickos out there who really liked season four of fringe and thought the show only got better as it went. But you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Members of the orders of Saint Stabby Stabby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. It depends on how it would do it, but I don't really foresee a real reason to because Ted Cord is clearly somewhere floating around this universe. You well, he is. I mean, industries. he's an example, but like mm-hmm. changing something that actually affects part of the history of some of the show, uh, some of the present tense, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure, it's possible. Like. I don't know. They're going to have to be careful. They're going to have to be careful unless they want to trade in Legends of Tomorrow in a couple of years for a zero-hour series. Right. Um, <laughs> We're going to get to that crisis mentioned in that newspaper real quick. <laughs> Fingers crossed, man. I don't want to know what the hell is going on. Well, that's how we got to crisis to begin with, though. Was It, it got so weird, no one knew what was happening anymore, and they were like, ah, put it all together, put it all back, pull it back out. I feel like Jeff... I feel like Jeff Johns is, is spending many a sleepless night. He's waking in, in cold sweat with text messages from WB executives going, we need more. We need more. <laughs> He's like, ah, there are too many multiverses. Right. He just keeps dream- having these terrible nightmares of zero hour. Yeah. It's like, 
I, I was going to fix it. I was going to fix it, and now I'm creating it. Yeah. Anyway, so guy. on to some other news. I, I You know, <laughs> I he's the one I trust, though. Yeah. Actually, I trust Jim Lee. <laughs> I know he's not involved in this particularly, but... Don't. He's over in a. He agreed. He's over in a. No, he, he corner somewhere drawing. I don't know. He agreed to. It's, he's a co right now. He's a co executive. So he agreed to Dandio's nonsense about we're going to have right. like circles of continuity. Look, all I need from Jim Lee is what he gives me, and that is that he will fill my Instagram feed with beautiful, beautiful pictures of Batman. That is true. That I can like and move on with my day, knowing that he is there. Posting pictures of things that he drew. That's all. That's all I need from Jim Lee. That's all I've ever needed from Jim Lee. Mm. Draw your pictures. Make me happy. I I almost don't want to disagree, so I'm not going to. Cool. So on to Arrow News. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, bottom line, we're really excited about Legends of Tomorrow. Go! All right, where did we fall on spoilers in regards to things that... In, in regards to... Um, Promos that ran overseas. Um, I think we started that discussion and then got really distracted. So, regular mm. business meeting for us. Ooh, I think it depended on how spoiler it really was, though, was what we were what we were last discussing. So, this is Arrow? Uh, yeah. We're talking kind of, I would say, a, a medium-grade spoiler reveal for the fall finale. Hmm. That's a tough one. Does it involve the grave? I don't think so. Can't imagine it would, no. no? I, I think that's might. the major cliffhanger that I would want to protect people yeah. from right now. So, Yeah. Hey, what do you say we do it? And, uh, what, do you want to time it again? Sure. Say, like, we're going to discuss it for X amount of seconds and mute us? Sure. Um, are you are you bleeping out for this, or do you want to hear this? I'm curious about this one. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, if I mean, you, it'll be here uh, in a week. If you, yeah. Um, jump ahead 30 seconds, say. Starting now. All right, so um, the Flash comes to um, Oliver and says, you have a son. And then we see him talking to Girl and saying, I know William is my son. Wow. All right, wh- who, this who, is ha- who the hell's William? This be? is how... Wait, this, I don't know. this is only going to be two weeks away? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, it's been 30 seconds. <laughs> we drop it? I know. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> All right, so... That was um, fun. That was the right? most amazing thing that's ever been on the show. God, glad I stayed I in with it. <laughs> we should just quit after that. All right. So uh, Everwood actor Tom Amandez has been cast as Noah Cutler uh-huh. or The Calculator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's going to be on Arrow. And uh, Colton like Haynes said like something. That. Colton Haynes said... I will probably stay in the Arrowverse, but I don't know if I will stay in Star City. It also looks like Oliver has Thea, Diggle, Laurel to battle with, and has Felicity and Mr. Terrific as helpers in the lab. Barry has Harrison, Cisco, etc., all these people, but they're all in the lab, so he can definitely use someone else. And the Flash is a spinoff of Arrow, so with an Arrow character, that would be badass. I don't know if that's what they want to do, because he's about to have, like, Jesse Quick and Wally and all these other characters running around with him. Right. But apparently Colton Haynes wants to be on, on The Flash. Even even a for, even a cast member of Arrow wants to be on The Flash <laughs> instead of Arrow. <laughs> okay, to be fair, he's absolutely right, though. 
Right. I don't know. You, you got to wonder though. Like, d- does he really think that's maybe going to happen, or was he just would would he just like to be over there and he's kind of pitching it? I don't just know. Take, just takes takes a moment but, with the the stump to pinch pitch while he can. I don't know, but uh, they did say the calculator is going to be uh, using his intellect to blackmail Roy Har- Roy Harper. So there's that. That sounds right. I I feel like a lot of people could use their intellect against Roy Harper though. Right. <laughs> um, I know some people on a very short bus that could use their intellect to blackmail Roy Harper. I just they've never focused on him being particularly clever in the show. Loyal no, and no. Uh, loyal, brave, strong, lots of wonderful things. Never never said he was the smart guy. Loyal, very loyal, sometimes twitchy, a bit murdery at times. Somewhat uh, murdery. Somewhat murdery. But no also extremely hell. remorseful about it. Good guy. Um right. 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 But since Felicity sucks up the entire rest of the room's <laughs> IQ anytime she's in it. Mm, that is her superpower. That is it? her superpower. All right. So speaking of uh, Arrow and Flash and their crossover, there was a big rumor that came out, or dropped around uh, oh, approximately Turkey Day, that uh, Supergirl and Flash were going to have this big crossover event if uh, Supergirl's back nine were picked up. Well, we did already talk about this in our Supergirl podcast, but Supergirl has been picked up for seven more episodes, not nine, giving it a 20-episode first season. Mm-hmm. And at a recent press event, Greg Berlani, when asked about the possibility of this of this uh, crossover, said, no, only because we just received the pickup, so not at this point. So he says it's not happening. Yet. Well, he said only because we just received the pickup. Now, and when they were uh-huh. originally, when that uh, story originally came out, there was also mention that not only would it be pending, that it was imminent, meaning that mm-hmm. it was part of the deal that if we give you the back episodes, we want Barry Allen to come visit. Um, right. Which sounds like a weird that dynamic. That was a rumor. To be honest. All that was a rumor. Right. Though. So. So that appears to be absolutely uh, in the rumor mill, um, in the, the gristle bin, but. But it absolutely makes sense that they wouldn't want to announce it, even if it were true, that they wouldn't want to announce it at this point when we're so close. We're like two weeks away from a massive Flash Arrow um, team up. Mm-hmm. They're going to be marketing the hell out of that. They are not. They don't want to take the spotlight away from that to talk about Supergirl no. and, no, all those wheels are and, and Flash. Yeah. They, um, you better believe that they are talking about doing that. <laughs> I mean, Supergirl has not had the ratings that CBS wanted. Like, it has been going down, apparently, from what I understand. It has. I don't think it's bottomed out by any stretch. Um, I don't even think it's really completely plateaued. But what happened was they they started with this giant pitch, and they gave it all the lead-ins they could. Uh, they, they And hell, like, I'm, I watch a lot of football on Saturdays. In particular, I end up watching uh, the CBS games on Saturdays a lot. And, you know, I, I can just personally say that I, I think the amount of Supergirl commercials has gone down during that i'm mm-hmm. you know i don't know how many people they were trying to grab with the football game supergirl thing but i don't know if they just decided to step away from it or if it's an overall indication or whatever but it, to my perception i think i've seen less of them because like the first few weeks right. it was every other commercial break which if you watch football knows sure. that it's like every five minutes um mm-hmm. yeah I, I, don't, I just don't know if the the marketing's there as much anymore they're trying to let it kind of settle yeah. down and see if they can stop spending money on this thing and it still hang out Right. I mean, you know, it, any show should be able to have like a normal, like, a normal amount of marketing, 
and they should be able to just pump it up at the season premiere, the fall season, the you know, the fall finales and like the May sweeps and the season finale. Those are the four times in the season they really need to be worried about it. And the rest of the time, they should just be able to have normal spots without worrying about the show declining so much. Right. But this is TV, and TV is dying, y'all. It is dying. It, I learned. I didn't know this term. Have you heard this? Uh, cord cutters? Yeah, I did. Did not know about that. Uh, cord cutters and I mean, cord shavers even was a, a category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I missed that one entirely. Um, but yeah, it's affecting everything. It really is. And uh, hell, I'm part of it. I... I don't watch nearly the amount of TV that I used to. I watch a ton yeah. of streaming. Now I do too. Uh, Cinema Blend, though, according to them, uh, over the last couple of weeks, that uh, Supergirl has finally stopped like dropping. They seem to have found it's at about a one point seven share. Mm-hmm. Um, was I, I think they said where it was uh, kind of bottom two, where they finally found the the point. Yeah, so far, but they are not happy with it. Like they brought in, and that's why I was bringing it up is because they are looking for, apparently, a young actor with, quote, future-leading man looks to play 13-year-old version of Clark Kent that's going to be in flashbacks throughout the rest of the season um, that will establish a bond between Kal-El and Kara. I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. I don't I don't like it at all. Uh, just first take on it is, no, I really don't. Yeah, um, but I think they're really worried done- about so much in that show to set up the fact that Supergirl, the character, does not need Superman. I don't mean to get all made on you here, but come on. And I don't even know how that would work anyway. Like, how would she, in flashbacks, have any kind of interaction with young Clark Kent? Because by the time she got to, you know, Earth, he was a grown man. Right. And when he was sent off, he was a baby. Right. And she was like 13 or whatever. It doesn't make a lot of sense, and I'm hoping that that's just a rumor or... Maybe even, you know what I bet it will be? I bet it will be um, Jimmy or James telling her stories that Superman told her. About when told he him was growing about up. About when he was growing up, and it will cut to it. That, so that, that would, like she'll understand the parallels of their journeys and whatnot. That would make sense, and it wouldn't be kind of temporally impossible right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, she knew him when he was about one hour old, and... Um, <laughs> Then she knew him again when he was about, you know, 30, right? Right. That's what I would surmise, yeah. 25-ish at least? I don't know, late 20? Whatever, he's a, he's a grown dude. Yeah. Yeah. Grown-ass mannish. Grown-ass mannish. That's what... I don't know, man. Um, I, I, I wouldn't completely be down with it as is. I, I, my, I could see bringing in Barry Allen as... And you have to be careful with these things. It can't be forced. You have to actually find a way to really make it make sense. And we've already discussed uh, many times that it may not completely make a ton of sense. And now yeah. if you can bring in, like, uh, you was it you that pointed out? Like, if you make it Earth 2, where Supergirl's happening, mm-hmm. then we haven't mm-hmm. discussed Earth 2 in any detail, and there's no reason we can't have had one over there. Right, right. But... Um, and Earth One, regular ass Earth One, like I'm not buying a world where Oliver Queen <laughs> Queen was running around the entire time. No, man. Actually, you know what? Um, actually, I'll just go ahead and mention this. Uh, Christopher White sent us a link. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, they are bringing Velocity Nine, yeah, into the Flash, and Harrison Wells is going to develop it for Jay Garrick. And this was a this was a serum that Vandal Savage created in the comics. Um, but yeah, that could bring the speedsters back. It could make Harrison Wells the Johnny Quick, give it to Jesse Quick. Here's the other thing, though. Um, See, I, a few uh, weeks ago when it? you were talking about Jesse Quick and, and Liberty, I, I thought it was going to be the formula that they brought up. I, I didn't know it was going to be mm-hmm. an actual the speed serum. formula. Yeah. 
Right. Um, but I can't remember if it was Scott or Matthew, Scott Madison or, or Matthew Cronin. It's one of them. I think it was Scott Madison that brought this one up that, um, the Robert queen being arrow over in the flat or over in the flash in earth two, um, would be great foreshadowing for John Wesley ship to be the flash or to be zoom in earth two because of the, how art deco it is. It was a natural progression of the original flash series. Yeah. That was so earth two that was, would be uh, the Madison. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great idea. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just found the exact thing, which uh, he would said it would be quote, an evolution of the retro noir feeling of the 90s series. Yeah. So good call, man. Yeah, it definitely. I'm so me. excited for. I'm so excited for Flash. I just am. Yeah, we just get giddy when <laughs> we talk so, about. Oh man. Oh man. So that's all the news I have. Oh my! Did we finally hit that the is, end? We hit the end. Oh. We hit the end, my friend. I don't know how much more I've got too. I mean, that was a big chunk of news. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what else to do with it. Well, is there anything else? Do you you remember anything that we missed? Nah, nah, I really didn't. And I, like I said, I was oh, I was um, extremely busy all weekend, so I was just every time I got the opportunity yeah. to sit down, I was scrolling through every news alert I could find and just going, right. "Oh my god, oh my god, we're gonna be there's so much stuff happened, so much stuff." Right. If you want to end uh, the show out on a laugh, though, I could bring up this news. I wasn't gonna, but um, <laughs> they put out another patch for the uh, PC of Arkham Knight, and it's still. It still doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know why that delights me so much, but it does. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to rename it, what, like Arkham Blight? Or... Right. Right. Oh, man, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so sad when I started hearing how buggy that thing was because that was my backup plan. I'm like, well, I can't afford the console. Yeah. I need to play that. I kind of need to upgrade the computer a little bit anyway and then I could just get the game and then that. a little surprised there weren't any uh, good Black Friday deals or anything out out there for oh, didn't. actually still Cyber Monday you might actually be able to get one for pretty cheap with what? I just bought a ring I don't know you gotta <laughs> I'm a broken man <laughs> I don't know is there not a new egg uh, buttons and lint deal going on? <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> They will not. It, it, they will not exchange biological material for computers, which ended my search. Right, right. I wish that you could like actually. I thought with a name like Newegg, I had a chance, but no. Right. <laughs> I wish that you could actually transform your 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 hope into something tangible and trade it for for currency. <laughs> I like to think that You're... all of our hope collectively got transferred into uh, movie and TV currency. Right. But that's just a nice flighty way of saying that we were involved somehow in this process. Mm. Yeah, man, it's because we hoped for it. Ah, whatever. It's here. It's all I care about. Right, right. Oh, man. So, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm going to call it. I think it's time. I'm gonna, I do... Uh, Step into I the editing. I want to thank, I wanna thank uh, Scott Madison and, and, and uh, Matthew Cronin and, and Chris White, all you guys who, who write in. like They have. They've written in like... Since we've been gone. Oh, yeah. On our little Turkey Day <laughs> trip. They write in every week, and they are awesome. Yeah. Um, if you want to be added to that list of people we will, you know, never forget and always love, I don't know, start start messaging us. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we are DC on screen. We are a proud member of the uh, Giant Size Team Up Network. 
You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can also find every every episode on DCOnScreen.com. If you are looking for a similar podcast about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall over at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or MCUcast.com. They just got finished or are about to finish their Jessica Jones run, uh, reviewing all those episodes from Netflix. We pop on for the first few uh, episodes, what, two, uh, episode three, four, and five? Is that right? Yeah, I think uh, the first five are the only ones uh, uh, before my life took over and I I haven't gotten back. Um, Right. One and two were Charles McFall's, uh, I think they're calling him Epic Boss Man, is that it? Yeah, Epic Boss, Charles Epic Boss? Okay. That is um, how they refer to him. (laughs) <laughs> that was amusing and then um yeah he popped on for a couple really enjoyed those uh i popped on for for one um it was terrible at least i was it was but matt you were not terrible were you were you were funny well. ah, uh, nah. but uh and then i got to hear one you of guys love jason you guys love jason bollocks you know but he was awesome you popped on for four and five and um <laughs> Actually, I was gonna. Li- I listened to your four, and I was gonna listen to your five until you mentioned that there's something I haven't seen yet that y'all talked about yeah, that wasn't Jessica Jones related. Yeah, there is some kind of weird. I don't remember what it is either. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it because I was sure I had it in my head. I or I listened to the podcast, and then I had forgotten that quickly because all of this news came at me, and I went, "Oh, my brain needs room." Right. And um, now Flushed I've forgotten all things. previous subjects. So yeah, I've forgotten things now, and it's just one of those things. Reteaching yourself how to eat, right? It was one of those things where like we were doing a compare and contrast, and we brought up a show or a movie or something that I know Jason has said I want to see. Do not spoil me on this. And then I realized as I was listening to it, like, oh yeah, that yeah, I got to. It's probably probably Breaking Bad. Then it may have been Breaking Bad. I keep thinking maybe it was, but it may not be. I'm not sure. Mm. So. Anyway, not enough time to, anyway, so I didn't get to listen to the other one, but yeah, we're at, uh, you know, we're at <laughs> three, four, five. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, if you guys, and that, actually that's, we'll that, that, this is a perfect example. Like Matt brought up, like every time I come on, I get us incredibly off track onto different topics <laughs> <laughs> on their show. So right, right. if you guys like tangents, <laughs> off topic tangents, go check out that. It, only if you've seen Jessica Jones, because it's a really good show, and you guys should totally check that out before you listen to any of that. Or even if you don't listen to any of that, it's a good show. It is. Really Sorry, is. Marvel haters. <laughs> Still confused by you. Don't know what to do. I kind of want to hug you. Tell you it's going to okay. be okay. It's okay. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I mean, if you are, like I thanks for joining us, though. If, you, if if Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us, and... Listening to us, my God! Even though you hate Marvel, I don't. We're sure as hell glad to have you. Well, whoever you are and whatever you believe, you're saints for listening to us this long, and we love you. Mm-hmm. I want to make you some garlic French bread. Tie it in a knot so it's more special. Have a marathon with you of how it should have ended. <laughs> <laughs> I think we like that sake. budget. For God's sake, man! Oh. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant voodoo track tires, turbo force deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports... 
It's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Le migliori firme con sconti fino al 70% direttamente a casa tua? Ora si può, con il servizio shopping da casa di MacArthur Glen La Reggia Designer Outlet. Puoi acquistare le collezioni primavera-estate comodamente dal tuo divano. Vai su lareggiadesigneroutlet.it, contatta il tuo brand preferito e completa l'acquisto online. Le firme che ami, mai così vicine a te.